Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Here's Michael at the foul line. A shot on Elo. Good! The Bulls win it! They win it! Pippen runs down the lane. Dumps it out the horse. Paxson for three! Yeah! Rose crosses over the fadeaway. Got it! Let me step back and kiss myself! Oh my gosh, it's over! Windy City Assassin does it again! We're a little late with the podcast this week, but that's okay. There's a reason for it. Free agency is now underway, and the Bulls made a big splash. Well, kind of. One of these was expected. Another one is a name that got thrown around late as free agency was approaching. We've got a couple questions we want answered. We're going to talk about all of it on a very special free agency edition of Believe in Bulls here on the Believe Network, presented by BetOnline.ag. I am your host, Nick Schultz. Great to be with you here. Yes, we skipped our regular episode on Wednesday in favor of a free agency special today. Obviously, with my work schedule, we had to shuffle things around. That's why we're a little late on this, but I'm glad we waited because news broke today that Zach Levine is remaining a Chicago Bull. That, I kept saying, was the first big domino that needed to fall. Now we can start looking closer at what's next. They also got a backup big man, but a big fish is off the board. We're going to dive headfirst into this after I tell you about our great sponsor, BetOnline.ag. Our partners at BetOnline continue to be the number one source for all your sports betting needs and sports information. Find all of the latest odds, news, and sports developments, including this year's Wimbledon Finals, which are going on right now, Major League Baseball, the latest fighting news, and even next season's early NFL futures. What are you waiting for? Head on over to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code BELIEVE to get that bonus and get yourself into the action. That's B-L-E-A-V. Get the 50% welcome bonus and have some fun over at BetOnline. It's where the game starts. Also, a reminder as we get going with the show today, shop.believe.com. Jordan Pippen, 98 The Last Dance. My shirt came in the mail last week. It fits great. I am wearing the hell out of it. I hope you do too. Shop.believe.com. Look look for the Jordan Pippen 98 t-shirt. That is a very special t-shirt for this show. Very, very excited about that. Zach Levine is still a Chicago Bull. That became the report today, and it has been confirmed by basically everybody out there. Sham Sharani, a friend of the show, friend of mine, had it first. Zach Levine is, in fact, staying in Chicago. It took a little longer than we thought it would. I thought this would be one of those deals that got announced like right away as free agency starts, but it waited a little bit. Sham broke the story at 11 o'clock this morning, Central Time. Five years, $215 million max contract. The fifth year is a player option. That's what we have to look at. Zach Levine is here for the long term. What does this mean? Well, Arturis Karnaschovas kept talking about running it back, bringing back this core, and seeing what they can do, how they did the first half of last year. And that seems to be the theme so far. There are some big fish off the board here. Rudy Gobert got traded to Minnesota with the big blockbuster. We're going to dive into that the second half of the show because I have thoughts. But you've locked up Zach Levine. Zach was a big part of getting this team together last year. Lonzo, DeMar, Caruso. This was something that the Bulls brought Zach Levine into. And now 
They made that commitment. They have reaffirmed that commitment with the big contract today. It is not official yet. I'm sure it will be soon. Clutch Sports announced it, so I guess that's I guess that's technically official. I'm not sure how all this works. The Bulls haven't announced it yet, but the deal is out there. Zach Levine is coming back on a max deal, so that I kept saying all along had to be the first big domino to fall this offseason. Now you have Zach. What's next? We keep talking about size and shooting and defense. They addressed the size and the defense by signing Andre Drummond two years million deal that is part of the mid-level exception. So I don't know how that impacts the salary cap, but not too much. I like this signing. I do. I know there was a lot of flack for it on Twitter about people saying, oh, well, we wanted Rudy Gobert. We got Andre Drummond. Well, trust me, I wanted Rudy Gobert too. But Andre Drummond coming in, if your commitment is to Vucevic and Vuce runs this offense, the way Vuce runs this offense, he's a facilitator. So if you can have him facilitating in your starting lineup, and you can have Andre Drummond come in off the bench and make an impact in that regard, I think you can have a really strong unit there with Caruso, DeSumo, maybe Kobe White if he sticks around if they don't trade him, and Andre Drummond. And Derek Jones Jr. just got re-signed as well. That could be a good bench unit. I think this is the end of the Tony Bradley era, even though he opted into his player option. Still don't think we're going to see a lot of Tony Bradley from this point forward for good reason. I just don't think he's that good. You bring in Andre Drummond, who's a proven rebounder, rim protector. The stats are there. You got him at a good value. I was really worried that we're going to get into the double-digit million, the 10 million, 11 million, 12 million. 6.6 million for two years. I'm perfectly fine with this. And it's with the mid-level exception. They've still got room. But it has not been a perfect start to free agency. The Bulls were in on Danilo Gallinari after the Atlanta Hawks sent him to San Antonio in the DeJounte Murray deal, which... Wow, Trey Young and DeJounte Murray in the same backcourt. Danilo Gallinari was a Bulls target. He ended up choosing Boston. That sucks. That hurts. There are other big names off the board as well. It seemed like AK was kind of sitting on his hands, waiting to see what happened. And I think the first priority, and I kept saying it all along, had to be to lock up Zach Levine. You had to make sure that Zach was coming back. Because if Zach did not come back, let's say he tested the unrestricted free agent waters. And he found an offer he really liked. A team made him a good pitch and he left. All of a sudden, this entire offseason is different. Now you've got your star back. And I know you can say your star. DeMar DeRozan was the number one option last year. You've got your guy in Zach Levine back in the fold. Now you can go forward with, okay, this is what we have. Let's see what we can do now. But again, I mean, you look at look at the names that are off the board. I mean, Malcolm Brogdon got traded to Boston. Maybe you can go, maybe make package for Miles Turner I don't know but you need size you need shooting and it seems like the Bulls have been just kind of waiting around so far and let's talk about the Rudy Gobert trade now I can't put it off anymore I was vocal about wanting Rudy Gobert on the Bulls I was not willing to give up Patrick Williams I was steadfast in that I was not changing in that this trade broke today and we can talk about the Windy memes if we want, but just go on Twitter, look at the Brian Windhorse memes that have come out of this. That's all I'm going to say. I'm not going to spend some time on it on the podcast because you have to see it, but go look at the Brian Windhorse memes. So Woj reported that Rudy Gobert is going to Minnesota, and to that I said, what? Along with some other choice words I didn't put on Twitter. But this is the trade package. Rudy Gobert is going to Minnesota from Utah. Minnesota is sending back, get a load of this, Malik Beasley, Patrick Beverly, Jared Vanderbilt, 
Walker Kessler, the same Walker Kessler that was drafted one week ago and the Timberwolves traded for him and multiple first-round picks going back to Utah. How many first-round picks do you say? Not one, not two, not three, four first-round picks going to Utah. Five, if you count Walker Kessler, who was a first-round pick a week ago. If that's the trade package to get Rudy Gobert, who's on the other side of 30 with a massive contract, okay, I'm good. If you're the Bulls, you don't need to mortgage that much of your future for this little tiny window because that was one thing I talked about with the Rudy Gobert trade was your window would shrink from maybe four to five years to two to three years tops. So if you're mortgaging that much of your future, and the Bulls couldn't afford to mortgage that much of their future anyway, they didn't have that many first-round picks to send. But if they found a way to mortgage their future like that, it would have been a very Gar Paxi move. Perfectly fine with standing pat, letting Rudy Gobert go to Minnesota. That's fine. I'm not complaining. I am not upset in any way. You keep Patrick Williams. That's fine. Perfectly fine by me. It's not ideal having Vooch because you want a more defensive-minded center, and I know they gave up a lot to get him, and I'm sitting here saying it's not ideal to have him. But if Gobert's on the market, obviously it's not ideal. Now, for that price, keep Vucevic. Work with Drummond on your second team. You're going to be fine. That's my attitude on it. At that price, that's way, 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 way too steep for a guy like Rudy Gobert, who, again, other side of 30, massive contract. Would he make an instant impact? Yes, but he would shrink that window down way too much for my liking. That was the big deal that broke today. The Bulls miss out on Rudy Gobert. Now, the question's going to be, what will they do with the rest of free agency, they've got 14 contracts on the books. They've still got some room with that mid-level exception. I mean, could they make a trade package for Kevin Durant? That's why I noticed we're eight minutes into the podcast here. I have not talked once about Kevin Durant. I know it was a big deal that he requested a trade out of Brooklyn. For me, I'm not sitting here saying the Bulls are going to go get Kevin Durant. I would be all for it. This is one of those times where if you want to trade Patrick Williams, I would think about it because KD's got four years left on his deal. He's playing at an MVP level. Yes, Rudy Gobert was should have been Defensive Player of the Year. This is different. This is Kevin freaking Durant. So if you can get Kevin Durant, maybe package Pat Will, Vooch, Kobe. I don't think anybody's untouchable at this point. But I just don't see it happening. I would love it. And we can talk about this as the week goes on. We're, we're in talking season. So we're going to have a lot to talk about here on the podcast over the next few weeks. So this might be something we look at more next week when I have a little more space to do it. And I'm not cramming a bunch of stuff into 15 minutes. But I'm not holding out hope for Kevin Durant in Chicago, at least not right now. It sounds like his preferred destinations are Phoenix and Miami anyway. I did see one sportsbook had the Bulls with the fourth best odds to trade for KD, though. So maybe that's something. Maybe there's something to that. Maybe there's not. I don't know. But either way, the Kevin Durant thing is a huge deal. I understand that. This is something we're going to talk about as free agency goes on because we're only 24 hours into free agency as I record this. So we're going to have a lot more to talk about. Like I said, it's talking season. There's nothing really going on right now. I mean, the summer league starts in like a week or two, but I don't pay much attention to summer league. We'll get our first look at Dale and Terry, the Bulls draft pick this year. That is one thing I missed out on, not doing a show on Wednesday, just, you know, with everything going on. Yeah, the Bulls drafted Dalen Terry, number 18 overall. Not who I thought they'd pick. I was expecting, you know, like an E.J. Liddell or a Walker Kessler. Now, Terry Easton was off the board, so I'm not mad about that, but Malachi Branham was still out there. This is not the sexiest pick in the world, and that's okay. Dalen Terry is a great defender. He was Pac-12 all defense, well, Pac-12 
10 now, technically, given recent events that happened yesterday. We'll talk about that later, though. We're going to keep this NBA-focused just because I've been writing a lot about what's going on with the Pac-12 and the Big Ten. But anyway, Dale and Terry played for Arizona, which was an absolute force. I mean, they ran the table in the Pac-12 this year. Their two best players, Benedict Matherin and Dale and Terry. Ben Matherin was a lottery pick by the Indiana Pacers, and Dale and Terry obviously followed the Bulls at 18. This guy can defend any position. He's got to work on his shooting, which that was something that even Mark Eversley said in his press conference, his Zoom call immediately after the draft was, that's something that Terry needs to work on is his shooting. But we keep saying that size and defense are the needs for this team, and Dale and Terry definitely brings some defense, and I think that's going to be a welcome addition for this team because he can defend any position on the floor. You pair him with Patrick Williams, if you in rotations end up with Patrick Williams and Dale and Terry on the court, you could feasibly have Caruso and DeSumo out there with Andre Drummond. That's a really good defensive lineup, and I am all for this. And I think with number 18, you're not going to get your Paulo Boncaros, which, by the way, called it number one overall pick, Paulo Boncaro. I told y'all in March, Paulo Boncaro would go number one. He did. You're not going to find him at number 18. You're not going to find Jabari Smith at number 18. You're not going to find Jaden Ivey at number 18. You're going to find these guys who can come in, fill a role, and flourish in that role, and maybe play a big part for your team. Look at Ayo Desumu. Second-round pick last year, proved he should have been a first-round pick. And he started for the Bulls, his hometown team. So that's what you find at that stage in the draft. You're not going to find these necessarily all-American-type players. I'm perfectly fine with the Dale and Terry pick. I think he can be a good piece to this team. I think he's going to come in and defend it. He's just a big ball of energy, too. Go back and listen to his press conferences, and you'll hear he's a big ball of energy. When did we? How many times this year... Did we say the Bulls came out flat? They look flat. They need energy. This guy can bring the energy on his own. Like, the guy needs to try decaf or something, I swear. But I'm really excited about this. But the big news, Zach Levine is back. The pieces are starting to fit together. Now let's see what else they can do in free agency here. And we're going to have full updates on the ongoing free agency situation. The Bulls have 14 contracts signed so far. We're going to see if any trades happen, what happens with Kobe White. What happens, I think Patrick Williams is going to be in town for the foreseeable future. We're also going to be following the Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving situations, DeAndre Ayton, wherever he ends up. We're going to have it covered from all angles because we've got a lot to talk about and no games going on. So we're going to do a lot of talking. I'm Believing Bulls here on the Believe Network presented by BetOnline.ag. Keep it dialed right here for everything free agency this offseason. And don't forget, shop.believe.com. Get your Jordan Pippen 98 shirt, The Last Dance. Again, mine fits great. I love it, and I hope you love it as much as I do. We're going to have a lot of free agency coverage coming your way the next few weeks. Keep it tuned right here. Please subscribe to the pod, Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Looking forward to talking NBA offseason and the drama that follows all year with you and leading up to the regular season. Talk to everybody next week. Have a great week, everybody. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.